What's going on, guys? Back at it again with another episode of Thirsty Talk. So, switching it up with the usual Sipping with Samurai Piggy because there is a trouble a brewing, both literally and metaphorically. So, as I pour out the rest of my pickle beer from Plan B that I just did a video on, I will be talking about the recent trouble Brewbound had brought up upon itself. So, cheers. Cheers. And you will notice my lovely co-host and my beautiful wife, Marilyn. And I thought it would be great to have her on because of, again, the ruckus that has been awoken. So, doing a little, a little backpedal, on around June 20th, the girl with beer did a post and which, I, I don't know if I want to, like, it, it brought up a lot more posts for women to be more open in the beer community. So, you know, not just in the general public, but in a community that's supposed to be super inclusive women still feel like they are neglected and looked down upon and it is essentially true it this has become a male dominated industry and it hasn't become like it started with men so actually i'm so glad you brought that up it did not start with men no but i mean like with commercial and things you see on tv like it's always been i wanted to bring that up okay. anyway i was going to bring that up <laughs> so first off shouts to ninkasi the Sumerian goddess of beer because they believe that she was the one that helped them bring that beverage to life. Then, going back to it, technically, if you want to get used to it, in the hunter-gatherer system, women were typically the gatherers, so they would have been the ones that would have, you know, packed everything in together and would have been the start of beer. And if we go back a little bit past that time, we have the alewives, who are the ones who actually started pubs or public houses and the ones that used to brew beer. After all that, then it essentially became a male-dominated industry. And when the money came in. Huh? When the money came when in. When the money came in, and they noticed how much money they could be making. And this is where we are today. So while women have made big, big strides in the community, and I will tell you, there are a... While I have studied, and while I have home-brewed, and while I am an assistant brewer now, there are plenty of women that are more knowledgeable than me in the beer community. There are plenty of women that could kick my ass in brewing in the beer community. And just in general, like this needs to be, just as in life outside of the industry, this needs to be brought to light because it has been a problem. And going back to the, to the post that the girl with beer did, she was saying that because of the post she does and just because she might show a little cleavage or show a little booty, and honestly, that's why I'm doing the, the, the podcast with my shirt off. You might be thinking, hey, hey, Dar, why are you wearing that black shirt instead of your usual white sipping with Samurai Piggy shirt? No, I'm not wearing a black shirt. This is he my chest hair. I decided to go, <laughs> I decided to go fishnets today and show a little nip Internet. to show how you know, in the censorship that there is today, how I can show my titties and it'd be okay and Marilyn cannot. I'd have to censor it. So, that was back in, in around June 20th and a month, like almost exactly a month later, this whole shebang happened. 
So let's go from the beginning. This all started with the Uproxx article and everything I'm talking about guys, I'm gonna put in a time description in the link or in the description. So you can just skip ahead to what you want. And then I'm also going to be, all the links that I talk about and all, all the references that I use, I will be also sharing so you guys can check that out. So Uproxx did an article by Zach Johnston that states these beer influencers are actually worth following on Instagram. So it's 2019, they decided, you know, they wanted to put out a nice little article for people to follow if you're interested in the beer community. And topping off the list was my boys over at Black Blue Culture, and then Corey Smith, and then this is where the, I mean, I'm gonna say controversy started like this because you'll see why in a minute. But you know what? I'm actually gonna like kind of summarize real quick their their bios that they wrote on them. So Black Blue Culture, Mike Potter wants to upend the white dude with a beard stereotype that has gripped American craft beer for the better part of three decades. Potter founded Black Beer Culture out of his Pittsburgh digs. The movement and its corresponding Instagram account have been instrumental in bringing wider awareness to black American brewers and beer levels, while also serving as a spot for all novices to learn about the wonderful nuances that make a great beer. That was Black Brew Culture. Then there's Corey Smith, who primarily writes for Good Beer Hunting, which is a great uh, article, which is a great magazine, is the person to follow if you want to up your beer knowledge dramatically. Smith is an ambassador for the intersection of beer, travel, and food around the world. His Instagram is an easy follow for anyone looking for great shots of beer, beautifully plated food, and the brewers and chefs who make all that magic happen. By the way, he's living in Copenhagen now, so, Little jobs. <laughs> so next was one hoppy lady. And then th this is where it starts. So one hoppy lady, Bella, is the force behind one hoppy lady, is a certified Cicerone beer server and a professional photographer. That gives her a deep knowledge of beer to pair with her acumen behind the camera. Both add up to a fantastic beer feed on Instagram. Bella's taste tends to be impeccable and the beer she highlights in her feed are the ones worth hunting down, no matter how much effort that takes. Then there was Big World Small Girl, Caitlin Johnson, the Austin-based beer and travel blogger behind Big World Small Girl, brings life and color to her Instagram as she travels, eats, and drinks. Her feet touches on poolside cocktails and spirits brands alongside more classical travel wish fulfillment, but it's really the beer that's the main event. While Johnson posts beer from all over, her feet is a must for anyone visiting Austin who wants to drink and eat the best of the best. I mean, these are kind of a little bit like that, so I'm just gonna kind of summarize. There's Beer Biddy, who is Heather Lewis, and she is a beer and cooking, where she collides beer and cooking. And she got tired of seeing that there wasn't too much beers with food, so it's a great and easy beer pairing guide for any beginner, so check out her Instagram. That's Beer Biddy. Then there's is Beer Carb, who is, by the way, Megan Stone of Modern Times Beer, the head brewer at Modern Times Beer, formerly of McKellar Brewing San Francisco. And I think she actually just left Modern Times. I'm not sure where she's at now. But she, you can find, you can follow her San Diego based uh, account. And she has a deep knowledge and love for beer, making her feed a must follow for anyone looking for tips on what's great to drink right now. Then we have La Petite Beauty. And she, her name is Emile, Emily Leclerc, where she blends a vintage aesthetic travel food and beer into her feed on Instagram. 
She's an actress, actress, model, and journalist that has a great love of beer, especially from her native Quebec. Then we have Fizzy Lizzie, who Lizzie Lasota, who spent years working at the Greenport Harbor Brewing Company in New York before taking a job in the cellars at the Bedell Cellars Winery. Then we have the Southern Beer Girl, who was recently featured on a magazine cover. I'm completely blanking right now. I feel like a douchebag, but. I know she was featured on a recent magazine cover. Her name is, so the Southern Beer Girl is Alyssa Thorpe, and she is the head brewer at Jagged Mountain Craft Brewery. Wasn't it the new brewer that she got me? I think it was the new brewer. Yeah. I'm going to check and make sure about that, but yeah, I think you're right. And then we have Craft Beer A, whose San, Francisco, uh, San Diego's Craft Beer A is all about giving you great beer recommendations with laser, fo laser focus on the beer. And then we had Craft Beer Deer, and her name is Julie Roser. And if there's, they were saying that in the, the little written piece that if they're ranking people, she, would, she might be the top. And she's a professional photographer and she has an amazing, gorgeous Instagram. And topping off the list or ending the list is the, the little lady that we started with, the girl with beer. Melly's is the mind behind the travel and beer feed, the girl with beer. She also has another account. It's a fitness account. Yeah, and she also travels on that one too. But her feed combines quality beer recommendations with full-on FOMO travel experiences around the world. So they also list the followers, but honestly, I don't really care about mentioning that. So they do have a lot of followers and they are big in the beer world. And just from the little snippets that I read you, you can tell that they're either brewers, that they're either professional photographers, they're bloggers, they have their foot in the industry. These aren't just girls showing cleavage and okay, trying to get attention. I this, just want to say. The, that, will be, that will come after. We will get to the opinion you're portion talking after. talking too much, I'm just sitting here. I might need another no, beer. Oh, we'll get another beer. <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost done with this. So this is where it starts. So Brewbounds episode 44, they did a podcast and they said some things which I will go over. But yeah, you know, let's, let's just uh, let's go over it now. So, on episode episode 44, the Brewbound podcast, Julie Verratti discusses her experience opening a second brewing location and explains why the company structured its debt around reasonable growth projections. But then Chris Fernari and Justin Kendall got into a conversation about Uproxx's listing of beer influencers on their own site. So Chris starts, before we get into real news, Uproxx, you know that site, Uproxx, Justin, yeah, Chris, it's like, isn't that where, like where you go upvote things or popular viral things go? I remember it from like videos where like popular viral videos would end up. Justin, they have a bunch of spinoff sites. I think it's run by Fox. Chris, okay, so Uproxx has a story on the 8th of this month. These quote unquote beer influencers are actually worth following on Instagram. Written by Zach Johnston. Justin, yeah. Chris, all right, so, Justin. I know one of them, Chris. We were, we were snubbed, laughing. By the way, we don't post enough photos of our beer. Justin, we don't have 22.6 thousand followers. Chris, no we don't. Okay, so there's one legitimate one on here and that's Black Brew Culture. Like super legit follow, right? Justin, yep. Chris. And then you start scrolling down and your second one is Corey Smith from Good Beer Hunting. And you're like, all right, this is going to be a pretty decent list. 
And then it just like goes to shit and it's all chicks who basically take photos of themselves and look up tops with beer. More or less, am I wrong? Justin, uh, looking at these photos, you're not wrong. Chris, and that's, I mean, that's what basically what it is. It's like one hoppy lady, big world, small girl, beer bitty, is beer a carb? I mean, it's like, you know, girls in tight clothing and bathing suits and low cut. I mean, listen, Zach, Justin, some of these photos taking over each other. Chris, don't make it so obvious, dude, scoffs. Justin, one of these photos of the women, their face isn't even in the photo, but their chest and the beer is so Chris. But apparently those are the ones worth following, the ones where we're just looking at chicks. So if you want to get ahead in life on Instagram, be a girl posting with beer. I don't know. That was a weird article for me. That's all I want to say about it. Apparently, those are the only beer influencers worth following on Instagram. Thank you, Zach Johnston, for your insight. We all appreciate it. We're all better have for having read your story now on beer influencers. Moving on. So that's where this all started. And even Megan Stone and Stephen Bramucci of uprox commented on the page where the podcast was uploaded so megan stone says is beer a carb shame on you brewbound for for perpetuating misogyny and beer then stephen bramucci writes brewbound i commissioned and edited the, this piece for uprox you haven't heard of us we're owned by warner music we get 12.2 million unique users per month i'm happy to send me i don't know why you have to say that I assure you, the names we chose are beyond qualified to influence the beer drinking community. They were vetted and their acumen was clearly explained in this article. They are people who deserve to, the shout out and they are exact right experts to help our readers level up their beer taste. The shots taken by Check Notes, two white beer bros in the industry, I don't believe it, shocked I tell you, were as Megan writes above, misogyny plain and simple. The idea that it came during an episode about diversity and inclusion in brewing makes it parity level obtuse. Some quick thoughts. One, name one person on the list not qualified in the beer space. One, I dare you. Two, explain why us posting photos that the various influencers shared of themselves upset you. Because that was some grade A pearl clutching over some truly non-risque photos. Three, you joked about how you weren't named in the list. Here's why. You use the influence you have to support diversity, but only on your terms. Meanwhile, your desire to police who does and who does not influence the beer industry, along with how they dress and choose to photograph themselves is A, condescending, B, patriarch, patriarchal, and C, intellectually boring as shit. My advice, stop it. Apologize to, to the very qualified people you offended. Use your influence to uplift. Consider the deeper problems in the beer industry that they may have given rise to the frustrations you have. Vet your thoughts with a non-white, non-man before popping off and generally be less shitty. As a fellow white male, let me say, my own lens has been widened greatly by hiring a diverse range of food and travel writers. The man you tried to embarrass is an indigenous food, drinks, and travel writer in a very white industry and a true beer aficionado. So, maybe change what your podcast looks like. I have no doubt that a female co-host or producer would have caught the Prince Fest before it hit the airwaves. Some challenges. Have me and some of the women you offended, or just them, on your pod to discuss this issue. Growth through convo. Go up against them, or Zach, in a blind beer taste test at your next event with proceeds going to support women in brewing. Growth through investment. Make a full public apology so that the industry can evolve through your mistake. Growth through accountability. But please don't just ignore the issue. The beer industry needs people to be better. Thanks for listening. So that was a little write-off just on the podcast when they posted it in the comment section. And again, I'm going to be linking all these in the description. So right after that, on July, uh, yesterday, Brewbound 
issued both an apology from Bevnet, from Bevnet, which is their owners, and from the dude that did the podcast himself. So the the John Craven, founder and CEO of Bevnet, they say, you know, they're apologizing, blah blah blah, whatever. We also we will also be editing out the offensive banter portion of Groupon contest from our podcast site. So apparently they just think it's banter that these guys just went off on a on a shit fest talking shit, and that's how they want to play it off. And then there's also Justin Kendall's apology as as well. And you know after a lot of self reflection, I know apology, you know, bleh, you know all that bullshit. So. I'll link those in the description so you can read those if you want. But th- this is, you know, what the Girl With Beer originally posted about, and this is where we are still in the community today. So even though it was started by women, where, you know, men kind of came in and took over the the, the brewing landscape. And while, I, I mean, I'm saying take over, like, I don't want to make it, I don't want to make it sound like, women have completely just like vanished from the brewing landscape. As I said, there are a lot more knowledgeable women and there are a lot better women at brewing than a lot of us guys. And you know, that just has to be put out there because it seems to be forgotten a lot. But that's kind of what the Girl With Beer started last month where she would put up the post and you know, she would receive criticism and you know, comments in her in her posts about not knowing anything about beer and you know just because she's a pretty uh, she's a pretty face and that she has a nice body and she posts pictures with her body that she actually knows absolutely nothing about beer which could be farther from the truth but launch spiel i know i'm sorry this is why i invited my wife to tag along with me on this thirsty talk so we can discuss the landscape if you will so babe after all that no, what no, no, like you tell me what to say because you just talked a lot. <laughs> well, no, I, I, so after all the things with Brewbound and with, with Uproxx and, you know, the, the influencers that they picked to lead their to article and then Brewbound's response to that and then all this back and forth, like what do you think, first, what do you think about where we are at as a society and then, well, first, first talk about this, talk no, about this first. First, the word influencer means it could be anybody. The word influencer, everyone thinks that you have to be an influencer to have 10K or more followers. Your mom can be an influencer. She doesn't even have Instagram. She probably has been cooking these the best garbanzos ever, but you're passing that recipe down for everyone else to try. But your mom is not getting likes. Your mom is not getting followers. That's influencing, you know? You're influencing from your mom's dish for everyone else to like enjoy it pass it down to other people that's what social that's the beauty of social media you can do it with amongst people that don't even live in your community people that live across the world so anybody can be an influencer it's like something that sticks to me is um this is like not beer related but like i'm just talking about the word influencer remember you had a a running uh, <coughs> a running thing the one with go run and and Stephanie, you were talking about running and technique and stuff like that. Oh, the... A, a run me or whatever. I, I did a, not a conference, like a... Yeah, just talking about running. Like, like, a, like, a, talk, like, a, like a talking session in the community. Yeah, and then like, there were people there that they were like, oh, like I feel like a runner. And it's a like, clinic. I had a run clinic. And, he's, and the one thing that stuck to me is that he said, okay, 
Every time you put on your shoes and you walk out that door and you take your first step, you're a runner. You don't need gold medals. You don't need to place at a race. I, I mean, I've never placed at a race. I've done a few races, but I'm a runner, you know? Does it make you any less of a runner just because you stand next to a person that has, you know, Usain Bolt, for example. Just because you stand next to him and you run, I mean, obviously he runs better, but that doesn't make you not a runner. So anybody can be an influencer, anybody. So for someone to make a list and say, oh, these are the best influencers to be following in beer, you don't need credentials. I can, a photographer, like they listed a photographer. She doesn't need to know the specifics of beer. She can tell you if it's a wheat beer, an IPA, whatever, and like show you nice photography. So why not follow her? It's inspiration. So I don't know. I, I think just piggybacking off of what Mari was just saying, you can either have a hundred followers or a million followers. As soon as you influence one person in either cooking or eating or running or whatever the hell you're doing or plants, whatever, whatever, whatever your hobby may be, you're a freaking influencer. That that's that's all that has to be said about that. But jumping off of that point, what did you think about Brubon's response? Brubon's response and kind of like after that the landscape of where we are at now in the in the industry of beer from a marketing perspective i mean i do digital marketing myself um and i'm a woman uh most companies may see women as better to use for men so if you do see sponsored posts it's not because they had tits and they're like oh here's a, a, a pair of tits and we're just gonna give them free stuff so they can post. No, like at the end of the day, you're gonna know if something is authentic or not and whether you're gonna buy a product and you actually believe that this person enjoys to drink beer. I mean, you can scroll down their feed and you'll know. Clearly, if you go down that list of the people that were listed of, as influencers for beer, they're influencers. They post about this product. So you get me like it's not like you have to like second guess like oh do they really like beer do they really know what they're drinking yeah like scroll <laughs> um what do you mean by the era that we're living in today like i mean i can see why he's frustrated maybe because he sees these women and this says more about him than about the women that were listed he's upset because maybe he doesn't have the following that they have he gets mad that he, they probably get opportunities that he doesn't but you don't need to knock people down just because you don't get those opportunities. How many times have I gotten reached out? Like for example, Tavor hit us up for that. At first he was like, oh man, like they hit you up and not me. And then he was like, you know what? Congrats, like dope. Like we're gonna share it, it's cool, it's fine. And anything she gets, I share. So it's like, in, in the end it's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And it's not even that, like, I feel like the world of influencers, like you become friends, network and maybe like ask each other hey how did you get that partnership like what can i do what are you doing that i should learn about you so that i can get that partnership because you live mm. and you learn right no i agree with you up to a point about what you were just saying about asking for a friend i would just find the in with that friend be like hey how did you get reach the sponsor like yeah so not, saying, not, like, reach, not copy not copy what they no, did copy, because say, yeah. like, let's say i follow you on instagram and i see that you posted a picture i don't know that's a sore and you put hashtag sponsored i'm gonna hit you up and be like hey what did you do like how did yeah, you oh, okay, become okay, okay. a partner or like not, how did you not be that person no yeah, no okay. no okay. like that's it's a network thing you know you be, be friends love each other like love makes the world go round and you would be 
so shocked to see how far you will go by asking questions. The worst that can happen is that you're ignored or they say no and that's it. <laughs> and honestly, uh, two things that I want to throw no out. No need to hate. <laughs> Hashtag no hate. Two things I want to throw out. One, that, that thing that she just said right there, between her and my brother who used to tell me, you know, you're not, you're not always going to bat a thousand. Those are the two things that like I keep with me and mo mostly her because she kept pushing me is like, dude, just ask, just ask like, what's the worst they could say? No. So what? You, you move on. Move on to the next. That's it. Then because of her, actually, I started my whole beer thing. I mean, I used to just love beer, drink beer, whatever. And I never really See, did anything else. Wrong with she influenced me. She did. We used to go out to dinners together and she, cause she, before doing social media, she, we used to just go out to dinners together she, and she would be an influencer in the foodie industry and just like local, like local, she'd be a local blogger, like just find the local spots and stuff and I'd go with her, but I'd be sitting there twiddling my thumbs and I'd be bored as shit. I'd just be like, okay, can you finish taking those pictures so I can eat that freaking food already? Like it's getting cold. The camera always eats first. So I thought to myself like, Hey, what can I do? Is it, while she's doing those pictures, like, what can I do? So I thought, dude, why, why don't I just start blogging about beer? I mean, I love beer. I can start taking pictures. I can start doing the things she did. So then I started my Thirsty Samurai Pig account almost, it's going to be two years in October. And it just blew up. I then, with her pushing me with that, you know, what's the worst they could say? No. The first brewery that I did a, a tour and, uh, and a tasting at was Copper Point. And we had the best freaking time. Yeah, it was Copper, 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 Copper. And Boynton Beach. And Boynton Beach. And we had an amazing freaking time. We met the team. We saw the brewery. We tasted all the freaking beers. And it was one of the best times of my life. And I got such a high off of that. And then one thing leads to another. Dude, from there, I learned about the Cicerone. I took my, not too much later, I took my Cicerone test. But then bottom line, what's the best thing about this? Meeting people, like networking growing your circle so like instead of that guy from a podcast getting upset he should have been like oh damn it's a pretty interesting list let me follow these people not just men and women like why does it have to be a gender thing let me follow these people that people are saying we should be following them and find out like what can i learn from them let me see their content what can i do better in my podcast so that's one thing we're living in a era of people with ADD. So you have to always be creative to like grasp attention and make people stay there. It doesn't have to do, it's nothing to do with boobs or like whether you're a female or male. And at the end of the day, it's beer we're talking about. Why don't people fight about, oh, why is this guy uh, getting all the sponsorships and food? Because food is food. Beer is the same thing. It's just a commodity. Shouldn't you guys be happy that men and women are both like showcasing this thing, you know, like anybody can be the face of beer. So why, why hate on them? Like let them grow, live and let live, you know, like do your own thing and learn from one another. Jumping off of that, that, that was the second point that I was going to make. The beer world is such an inclusive community. It is probably one of the, like outside of running, like with, cause you know, in, in each like, umbrella like sports or whatever there there's communities and i feel like in the in the sporting community because you know i have been there both the running and even more so the ultra running community are such a tight-knit close group of people both men and women and 
And then the beer industry. I mean, you know, you, you could say like the, the alcohols and then, you know, go break it down. To, but dude, the whiskey industry are like, and mind you, I have friends in we all the industry. We have a lot of friends which we love, so with, don't, with, take I, don't take offense. Don't take offense to this guy. And, and I, don't, I don't mean it to you personally, but I mean it just the industry itself. The whiskey industry are dicks. The wine the industry wine are dicks. Super like super snobby, super like cut in. Again, not the people, the companies in and of themselves. Yeah. Super cutthroat. Like you won't see one wine company helping out another wine company or one whiskey company helping out another whiskey company. And again, I'm just talking from the outside just because of like things that I have seen. I don't know the whole truth of it because I'm not in those industries. So don't take it, you know, to offense. But minus the 1%, which typically happens in most realms where there can be dicks. 99% of the beer community is super inclusive, super inviting, and they want everybody to just drink this fantastic social lubricant that has grown so much since the 80s in the craft beer boom, and just have a freaking good time. That's what it's all about. That, that's all we want to do. And to, to degrade or make sexist comments about women showing a little skin or anything like that. Dude, if you see my freaking running feed, I am in Speedos almost all of my freaking pictures. I show skin all the time. And you know what? To be honest, I'm a little insecure in my body. I don't like my I body. Mean, we all I, hate, I hate my freaking body. But I do it for fun. I do it for a joke and I do it to kind of capture people's attention because then they're like, hey, why is he doing that? And then they find out that I'm a type 1 diabetic, that I run a nonprofit, I've, I, I survived cancer. So it's like, it, it's a jump off point to where I can have an open discussion about the things that I've gone through in my life. And honestly, that's how we met. I mean, if, if I wasn't running in a speedo in a, in a race that day, coaching one of my friends, because don't, I hate road races. I'm just going to put Shout that out to Jade. Shout out to my girl, Jade. She needed a pacer for the run. I paced her and we met at the end of the run because she saw me in my speedo. She was like, damn, what's behind that bib? Hmm. So that's how we met. We met because I was in a speedo and I was showing some skin. But and for this censorship and for this uh, idiocracy and for this ridiculousness of, you know, degrading or, or downplaying what women have contributed to this industry or, or just making stupid sexist comments because what you have less followers and because your picture didn't get likes. Bro, who freaking cares? It's a freaking picture on the Internet that anyone can look at. So what if someone didn't like it? This is exactly why Instagram is going to take off the likes. Thanks, people that are crying over it. By the way, just to let you know, while I do content create for myself, I did so in the beginning, but then there was a big midpoint where Marilyn coached me. She helped me with everything. That's like that you see today. The captions that I make, the, the way I have my description set up, the hashtags that I should use, the way my pictures look, the way I edit them so they look nice on my feed, all thanks to her. If it wasn't for her, I'd still probably be taking blurry pictures. I'd still probably be taking like pictures on a bar somewhere, low lighting, you know, like really crappy. I wouldn't have these lights shining down on me now so you can see me clearly. I want to have my little roadie mic so you can hear me clearly. You know, like thanks to her, I've grown and I've become better. And I've become more knowledgeable in, in a community that like she pushed me to be better in. So that's what I'm saying. It's all about making friends. Like 
instead of hating someone that you may be not following, give them a follow, show them some love, and karma will come back to you. They'll probably end, probably end up following you or reach out to them, ask them questions, find out how they got to where they're at. Like, instead of bullying people, because to me, that's kind of like bullying, you know? Like, making them feel bad for something that they're great at doing, you know? Like, don't knock someone's hustle. So, in conclusion, Brubound, you need to fix some shit. Um, I did read, I, I believe, that they're going to put the podcast on hold until they fix all this nonsense. Oh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. We'll see what happens. We'll see if they cut these two guys from the podcast or we'll see if they continue using them. We'll see if they, they just come, go a completely different road. So, that's that for now. I just wanted to do a thirsty talk on that because it recently just hit and it kind of piggybacked off of what I said originally, the girl with beer, her post with and and I, I was just using the girl with beer because that that was like that was the first one that I noticed there may have been others before that and I'm sorry ladies if there I did not mention you but after she posted there was a big uprising of a lot more women coming out posting pictures of themselves showing themselves fully with a beer and saying hey this is me so what if I have tits I'm gonna post my tits and my beer and I mean, what are you going like to do? It. Chop off your tits so that someone doesn't get mad because you have boobs? Like, <laughs> Dude, if I had tits, I'd be playing with those things all day. What? Who cares, bro? Um, anyways, that was a jump off point. And then that led to now with the whole Brubound thing and them getting butthurt about Abrox's influencers to follow. So I just wanted to shed a little light on it. If you hadn't heard about it yet, I just wanted to talk about it, share my opinions on it. And kind of like the landscape of where we're at now within the beer community. And check out that list. Yeah, if you guys don't follow those people, follow them. Show them love. Like, um, they have whether the- it's female or male, it has nothing to do with that. It's just awesome faces that are contributing amazing content to the beer world. Period. That's it. <laughs> awesome people producing awesome content. That's what it's about. Yeah. And again. I'm gonna everything that I've talked about. I will include all those links in the description, and I'll even do a little timestamp section where I talk about the different things, and you can just skip ahead if you want. I'm gonna give you a view. <laughs> so before I go, you know, I always like to give love to the peeps that tuned in, and I'll see if there was any questions. Oh, hey, look, Marty tuned in. I did it on purpose. I can get. So we had my dude, D C Bird. We had a sloppy beer singer. We had my dude Brulehan, DJ Ilset, Edgar ZJ, Andy Indita Carr, Delvin Sanchez, G Market Chef, Juan Romero Model, The Pint Loving Pixie, who did a crepe post today, so check that out. And we're friends now. The Scotch Girl, <laughs> Beer Man D. Good beer cheer, the nerdy ginger at Tampa Bay at Cigar City. Sorry, Cigar City. So definitely check her out. Bedacked, drunken wenches, Galetta girl, Jesse Clues, sketchy eats. Oh, dude, our T three W F one K I think. Carabo beer, who also did a great post. So definitely check that out. Z Casba, Steph Marie. Vine City Ruckers, Beer Australia, Miami Foodsters, Amy, my lovely Amy, Juice, Amy, Amy. 
Amy Amy, Juice Head Boy, and I got a bunch of thumbs up. Jay Broski, Jay Broski. Guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in. I hope you like this talk, and I hope you guys like this topic. I really want to do more of these beer talks, and I will. I have a huge, crazy, stupid list of things I gotta talk about, and I know I kept pumping the fact that I was gonna do this ABM Bev talk. I am, it's just I'm stupid, busy with a lot of things. So, guys, please, let me know what you think. You can catch me on Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Don't forget to like and follow and share with your friends. Let them know what we're doing and let them know what we're drinking. Mari had the Vesasur La Yuma. I had the Plan B Brewery Pickle Farmhouse or Wild Ale. And let me know what you think. Hit me up, DM me, comment, you know, let me know. What, what do you think about this? Have you heard about this? Did you just hear about this through this program? Thing that I'm doing yeah let's talk guys thank you so so much and baby thank you so much for being a fantastic co-host as usual and wife and wife <laughs> rude yeah guys love you appreciate you till the next time my friends <laughs> <laughs> cheers <laughs>